everybody. Welcome to another episode of Matchbox. It's mm. me, Kendall, Kendall the Great. And today I have another special guest. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yo, it's 808 Taj here, tapped in, bruh. Just very excited to be here. I am a videographer, filmmaker of the underground VR scene. I'd really just, I just love to document life and my life. And, you know, I just have a a lot of cool friends, and I'm meeting a new cool friend today. So it's lit, bro. We here, bro. I'm excited. Y'all. I'm really excited for this episode. I've been excited for every episode. You know, I love just um, you know, passing him that weed. <laughs> we got a lot of weed on that. Right, crazy. We should get high and talk about some shit. That's my favorite thing to do, man. I always talk to people about like their, I guess, drug experiences. Have you, like, did with a dab with psychedelics? <laughs> I have some crazy psychedelic experiences. Oh, my God, bro. You want to share any? That was, like, I think... So, with me, I'm, like, a late bloomer to, like, the whole, like, I guess... I don't want to call it drug experience because I don't really consider, like, weed and psychedelics, like, shit that, like, can enhance your mind drugs. Mm-hmm. But I didn't start smoking weed to, like, senior year of high school. And most people thought, like, I was... The way how I act now, you you think I've been a pothead, like, <laughs> since the youth. But I was always scared to smoke weed because I always respected my mom so much. But that's when I learned what a dab pen was. And mm-hmm. I learned that you could get high without smelling like weed. It was, it was over. So I think I started smoking weed in November. And I had my first psychedelic trip that December. Oh, wow. So, like, really it, yeah, it. it went... Like really that quick, in. like it went like yeah, like, yeah, really, I was <laughs> yeah. Scared. yeah. I smoked like, weed for like three, four years <laughs> before I did psychedelics. Like, but it's crazy because like, I think I first heard about acid that November when I started smoking. And I first thing I said when my my brothers were talking, about, I was like, "Y'all boys crazy? Right? Are you doing that? Crazy shit? Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> I was like, "No, you, you know, you know, our black mom. I was like, "What the hell y'all doing Literally, over there? Y'all doing that I'm, shit? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm from Ascension Parish, so it's like uh, over there. It's like it's a lot of like mix." Like, culture, like, I was friends with, like, a lot of white people, but they also had, like, the black people. Mm-hmm. I was cool. I was always that cool dude, like, the popular loner that was cool with everybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm with, I'm with, I'm with my, my white boys that, you know, be tripping on the psychedelics and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck y'all talking about? Acid? <laughs> y'all boys wildin'. But that's when I, um, you know me, I'm a, I'm a, like, a person who really likes to, like, dive into stuff and, like, learn about stuff before I, like, judge it. Yeah. So I started reading up on, like, what acid was, like, at the beginning of December, I was like, you know what? Like this shit, this like seems pretty fun. cool. Okay. And my friends was telling me about their experience, and I was like, damn, that shit seemed lit as hell. Like, hold up, like let me let me tap into this. So you know, I, if you go and try psychedelics, I always advise people to do the research on yes, it first and definitely. know what you're going into. I definitely did extensive research on LSD before I even tried it, but I plan to do it after my birthday is December 22nd. So I said I was gonna plan to do it on December 23rd. Cause I knew I was gonna be in a good mood. That was my <laughs> one thing my friends was telling me about it was like, if you're gonna do it, make sure you're in a good mood yeah, when you do it me. because you know it could it could go off the ropes and shit. And I have you know it's crazy with psychedelics is that I probably have had if I could count on my head. Damn, this may sound crazy, y'all, but Nothing's probably probably here, probably right? have had like around like thirteen to sixteen psychedelic trips in my life yeah. that I've experienced, but that. The first one was real crazy because it's like when you first take it and it's like, I just remember the whole world was looking like a music video. Yeah. Like, you know that Ski Mask music video? I forgot the song name is. But it's one of his music videos. I remember the whole world just looked like that and watching everything go wavy and stuff. <laughs> it, was, it was just insane. I remember at one point 
We um we was like walking in the neighborhood and a green pickup truck passed and it was like Santa Claus driving. Like a real white man dressed <laughs> up really dressed up in Santa Claus <laughs> driving a green pickup truck and I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> right, is this a drug? Like, what the fuck is going on? Bruh, but it's like and then from that from trip, you know, I Thought I had an ego death, but it wasn't really ego death. I was just like really deep into the trip type shit. When I first had my real ego death, that was like, when you think you have an ego death versus when you actually have one, you can tell the difference. I'm probably going to get into that, but it's like, I went from that trip, from my first acid trip, and that's when I think I tripped on acid again in January. So, you know, I was just all, that was senior year, senior year time. I was just, I was just living life. Like, I was, was, wasn't worried about shit. I was just out here just living. So I went from that, and that's when, on spring break, I had my first shroom trip. Mm. Crazy, went parasailing on that shit and everything. Wow, I remember I seen this, so one of these white girls that was standing up in the crib I was with. She was, like, pale as fuck. I was like, I remember I went up to her, I was like, damn, you, like, you look orange as a bitch. <laughs> like, the freaking thrill was messing with my eyes. Everything was colory as fuck. But, yeah, I mean, I love psychedelics, man. It's like, it's just, I wouldn't, I'll say this, I wouldn't be who I am today. If I didn't have all those psychedelic trips mm-hmm. senior senior year of high school, because um, one of the main sources of 808 TV, like the main inspiration where I got it from, was Aug DVD. I don't know if you ever seen that, but it's this vid that ASAP Rocky put on YouTube. And first time I ever watched it was off the shrooms. It's like mm-hmm. it's made for you to be like watching when you high as fuck are tripping. Mm-hmm. When I first saw that video on tripping, it was like holy shit! I've never seen a video like this, like constructed like this before mm-hmm. in my life. So. It influenced me, and plus, while watching that video, I realized, like, the life I was living at the time, like, those rappers lived the same life that I live, it's just that they got more money than me. Yeah. That's the only difference. Like, yeah. we just as lit as them. Yeah. So, it was a whole lot of inspiration, bro. Shout out, shout out psychedelics, man. You know? yeah, I think if everybody had, like, an ego death, this world would be a way more peaceful place. Like, I've never experienced peaceful. the ego death. Like... I, I've done shrooms more than I've done acid, but like I said, I was very scared of that mm. shit. Like, I started smoking weed, I was like 16 when I started smoking weed, yeah. No, I, I, did, I got into edibles first. Mm. Yeah, that yeah. was the thing. I got into edibles I first. terrible edibles. And then I'm scared of edibles. I didn't start, bro. I still be having horror stories of edibles to this day. And I, I didn't been down an edible rabbit like, hole, man. I Bruh. I didn't. I didn't actually have. I didn't have bad trips before, but they like beneficial to me. They ain't like. They wasn't enough to make me like stop tripping. It was yeah. like I learned to like true like get smacked in the really face. You just be like, yeah. God, God please help me. I honestly wouldn't know which one. I'd rather experience if I had a choice, like a bad edible high or a bad astro, because them edibles. When you be too geeked off the edibles, bro, the whole world is dry. <laughs> like. I remember I had a homegirl. She um, made some edibles. Like, it was just some homemade shit. Red flag number one. Mm-hmm. She just put buku weed in it. It wasn't even, like, it was just a fucking cocktail of shit, but it tasted so good. So I'm just eating it, eating it. You know, it kicks in. I'm like, oh, yeah, these are really good. Maybe, like, an hour, two hours later, I'm sitting on the couch. I'm like, y'all, I don't know. Like, I'm laying there. I can hear my heartbeat in my ears. Like... I'm just in my eyes. I can feel my eyes like <laughs> sucking in my head. Like it was fucking terrible. I remember getting up. I go lay down. I think I like threw up or something. Like it was just like a horror I did story. Throw up. I remember. I remember one time the most I ever ate was I think it was like a rice krispie treat, but it had like a thousand like milligrams in it. Oh 
I just ate the whole thing whole. And I remember, like, I was laying on my back. And it's like, you know when you be, when you get so high, it's like you breathe and it's like vibrations yes. going throughout your body. So it felt like I was like a rocket ship. Like, I was, <laughs> every time I do that, I'll be flying off. And that's how I just come falling right back down. I remember I got up, I was hungry. I ate some food and I immediately threw it up, <laughs> like five minutes right after eating it. And I was like, hi, look, I'm high. Looking on the ground, I was like, what the I got I got to clean the shit up now, bro. <laughs> I'll never forget, bro. I fuck edibles, but I fuck with them. I just you just got to do them in moderation. I got like, like PTSD. I got I got PTSD, small PTSD with edibles and small PTSD with dabs. Like that's real. Oh, I Most love dabs. stress disorder with dabs. Like even if I smell it, I'll get sent back sent back into the time where I hit too much and I. Oh, just about to say Yeah. No, because look, look, I'll tell you the story behind that shit. So. I pull up, pull up to my bro crib. I had just finished eating, like, you know, one of those catfish Acadiana meals when mm. you got the catfish plus the crawfish at the mm. So I just finished, so finished eating, shit, yeah, like... finished eating a fat meal. Pull up to my bro crib. I'm going there to smoke a joint. But as soon as I get there, them boys telling me, like, one of the dudes, he was like, man, my man Todd here, he gotta hit a dab. And I ain't no pussy when it comes to smoking Fuck at it. all. So I'm like, the worst you, you can do is try yeah, it. You, like, you offered me. No, I'd already, I already been through the dab trials before, so this wasn't like my first time hitting that bit. I literally told him like, "Don't give me a lot." When, I, <laughs> when he was loading that bitch up, he set me up for the worst. I hit that bitch when I tell you my head went back. Oh and it's like the thing with dabs is that like, it's way different than a blunt or edible. Yeah. Like, as soon as you hit that bit. You zipped. Yes. Like you go from being you, you, you go from being sober to zipped in like a you matter of seconds. You can feel your eyes gloss yeah. over <laughs> everything. It's worse is the gravity bone. Fuck GBs. <laughs> I run a, I run away. I run away from one GBs. One of them fucking gallon fucking water. Uh, cut that bitch in half. I've never tried that before. You ain't never had a GB. I run away no, from GBs. I want to do it. Them bitches get you right. And the more you call. The worse it gets. That bitch, I feel like hitting a gravity bong is like getting punched in the face by like a boxer. That's mm-hmm. how it feels. After you but hit the gloves is full of yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just like every you hit that bitch. Like, like that's probably the only um thing. That and sometimes dab. I'll hit a dab if somebody loads it up like a small dab for me. But if I'm already high and my brother's trying to give me a hit of the GB, I'm telling him get that shit out of my face. Right. <laughs> I had a friend, like, I think I said this in another episode. The first time I tried a dab was in my high school parking lot with this white girl. Oh, my God. My fucking homegirl, Emma, man. She was like, (laughs) it was senior year. We got out of school early. Like, we had a half schedule. So, it was like 1230. She's like, let's go smoke a bowl in my car. I'm like, okay, cool. So, we go get in the car. She's like, you want to hit a dab? I'm like, what is a dab? But the thing was, (laughs) one of my classmates the day before, she let him hit a dab. He came back geeks like the whole class was like is this nigga on drugs i wouldn't be able to survive so she was like you want to hit a dab i'm like yeah sure i hit the dab i she gave me like a pretty small one but it was my first one so it was definitely impactful Mm. so i hit it i breathe it in i breathe it out i'm like okay this is not bad and the minute i got all the air out my lungs like you ever did one of them coughs where it's like (coughs) like that's that's how it feels it's like it was insane, bro. I had to stand up to get out the car. It looked like it was the first. It looked like honestly the first time I had did shrooms. The way outside looked, everything was so much brighter. The sun was beautiful. I was Your eyes feel around. heavy as hell. Yes, I'm smiling at people. Like my classmates, like Kendall, you look high as fuck. I'm like y'all, cause I am. This is not a joke. Like this is not a yeah, fucking joke, that, man. That the dab shit ain't nothing to play with. My friends used to put wax in the blunts. 
Like they would My get the wax, put a whole gram of wax in a blunt in a guard like this, and we would Yo. smoke that bitch and be looking cross eyed by the end of it. Me and my niggas was in Denver Springs in the middle of the fucking middle of them, right? We didn't put that bitch in. A white homie, I'ma just keep his name. <laughs> I'm gonna call him White Mike. His name was not Mike. What's wrong with y'all white boys? <laughs> Point is, he was the only. They turn you up. Was, it was him white and people niggas. You on some shit. He said, "I got some wax." I was like, "Well, shit, I got some weed." We go out to dinner, right? Rolling it down. I'm watching him do the blood. He got wipe his fingers and everything. I was like, "I'm like, okay, cool." We hit that bitch once. I swear to God, all I remember was I blinked. One of my niggas, his shirt is off. He hot he, as fuck. He running, he's running. <laughs> I'm on top of a car. Nah, I don't know how I got nah, on top of the car. Y'all had some other shit. Y'all blacked out. <laughs> yeah. My nigga, all I was like, bro, I gotta go home. Like, I, mean, I was staying here, so I'm like, I gotta go from diddle nah, to bro. here. Bro, I don't know. I hate when I get the weed. I call it the weed sweats, but it's like when you. It only happens when I hit like a dab or something. Like. It'll like I'll hit it, just get hot as fuck, like just burst out in fucking sweats, and I'll be like, "Oh no, this is the end!" Like, you talking to a, a crazy pothead? I'm talking about. I don't smoke as much as I used to, but when I first started, it's like I think that was 2018 when I started. That 2019, Jesus Christ. I feel like so 2019 much, was a stony year for everybody. So much, bro. so much crazy I was experience. In Shit. During the summer, uh, my dad, he'll always like, he'll never have, we got like a barbershop, mm-hmm. and he'll never have work on Monday. So at one point during the summer, I was like probably tripping on acid like every Monday. Wow. Just chilling in the barbershop, watching shit. You ever play 2K off acid? Yeah. Shit is crazy. <laughs> Players moving in slow motion and shit while you dribbling. But yeah, it's just, you know, and then when the pandemic, that's when I really had to like chill. So when the pandemic hit. It was like at one point I was probably smoking like four blunts, rolling up two du- double wides, and I was like, I gotta slow down. Just smoking. Then I was trapping at the time, so I had a whole bunch of weed on me automatically, okay. no matter what. But uh-uh, I love weed. I, I love, love Mary Jane. Four twenty just passed, man. Mary Mary Jane, me and her, we have. I always say a love. I wouldn't say a love hate relationship because I'm always love weed, but I'm actually trying to slow down. Mary Jane is my lover. Like what Rick James said. For real. A talented Rick is always good though because I feel like, like I took, I've been a pretty consistent smoker since I started smoking. Like weed has done so much for me in terms of like my mental health and my anxiety and stuff. Like I can really advocate for that shit. But I decided to take like a tolerance break for like three months. Mm, That same month, same time I took my first time. And the first time I took a tolerance break and came back to weed. I fell in love with it all over again. Mm. I was, I hit the blunt. I'm like, this is exactly why I smoke for this feeling. Like, she almost made me want to cry. Yes, man. <laughs> like, it was insane. I was like, bro, I was telling my homegirl, I was like, bro, I feel like I'm on shrooms or something right now. Like, it, I felt, I don't know. It was insane. It was insane. And I love shrooms. I feel like weed and shrooms are like cousins. And when they show up to the family reunion, nobody argues. Everybody just shrooms are beautiful. I love, I love shrooms. On their mama's side, not on their side. I love shrooms, bro. Shrooms, shrooms are definitely like a key. It's, it's, just, a, it's a true, true key to opening up your mind and stuff. But I remember yeah. the first time I took like a. Most of the time when I take shrooms, I take like pretty small amounts. Mm. Um, but the 
first time I really took shrooms, I was with an old friend of mine, and we was at another friend of mine's apartment, and the friend, she was trip-sitting us, so she played the guitar, she was playing the guitar mm, for us, damn. and me and my homegirl are sitting there, we're high as fuck on shrooms, it looked, I tried to record it on my phone so I could get it to look like how it looked in my head, but it looked like something out of a movie, like, oh it was like I was watching us, and I was literally crying because the guitar sound is so good, and I was like, I'm so happy to have this moment with my friends, like... It was so beautiful, and I was like, oh, no, me and Shrooms, we got to, we, I think that was my first time actually doing them. I'm like, we have to stay together. Like, every every single Shroom trip I've had, I always cry. It's so refreshing. Besides this last one. The last one I had was pretty crazy. I, that was probably the first one I didn't cry, but the Lego movie was going so hard. If <laughs> oh I, God, if I was able fun. to finish that bitch, I probably would have cried. That sounds fun. Probably would have cried. So do you like do you watch a lot of movies on shrooms? Is that a thing that I you I love do? watching watching like just crazy ass like animations on shrooms. Or it's psychedelics in general. Cause when I had my two tap acid trip, I don't know if you're in an anime, but I we, watched some of them. We was all bunked up in one of my bros like room and we was watching a Dragon Ball, the newest Dragon Ball Z movie and that shit was going so crazy. <laughs> there was like there was like fighting and like Antarctica at one point, and like the wind was blowing hard in the movie, and it felt like that bitch was in the room with us. <laughs> like, we ended up being like, "Whoa!" Man. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely think I like I like definitely like watching shit. I just like because like the psychedelics, the the main reason I love them so much because it's like you experience the world in like a way that you didn't know you can experience. Yeah. It. So it's like I like to like do them and probably listen to music. See yeah. if I can hear something different that I wouldn't hear, like while I'm sober, mm. or watch a movie, like see how the visuals is, like yeah, when I'm that's off the my favorite thing to shit. do is just look at the colors. And of course, like, go out in nature. Nature is, is everywhere. I, mean, I love to look at the shit. colors. My favorite movie to watch is an anime movie when I trip. It's called Redline. Mm, it's a it's, 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 a, it's a racing movie. It's the fucking colors. It's like one of the most colorful movies I've ever seen in my fucking life. I gotta watch it. Like you, high as watch it just look at the fucking colors and and that is how shit looks in my mind like that I guess because that was the first thing I watched when I was mm. on the trip that's my reference points to when I know I'm high if everything is looking like that oh yeah I'm, mm. I'm telling everybody watch the Lego movie whatever you trip <laughs> top five it moved up to top five movies all the time for me after I watched that bitch watch you've seen Ponyo before huh Ponyo, it's that's a probably, Studio Ghibli film. I think I, I that's the first time hearing that word. When <laughs> when Joe was talking about colorful like anime movies, Studio Ghibli has some of the most colorful shit you will ever ain't, fucking ain't see. Ain't that the same studio that made Spirit Away? Yes. Oh, yeah. I know and about them. Ponyo sure. is I watched Ponyo and I watched Howl's movie. I've probably Castle. seen Ponyo, but it's I probably about, don't like, don't fish, remember it. This fish and like it's like a fish. It's like a magic fish. The fish mm. goes on land or something, becomes friends with this fucking girl. Ooh. The girl calls the fish okay. Ponyo. Y'all throwing me on, bro. I got Red Line mm. and Ponyo to watch on You really need to go watch Howl's Moving Castle. That's the mm. movie I watched on Shrooms. That's like my comfort movie because it's very rare that you see like movies, I guess, with like happy endings, you would mm, say. Yeah. And it was a movie with such a delicate, quaint ending. Like the movie was very it wasn't like a lot of violence in the movie. It wasn't it was very lighthearted, very sweet. It was funny. And I'm watching this movie on Shrooms crying because I'm like, this is so Indeed. sweet. Like you right. but I love it was such like a that. sweet ass movie. Like the girl 
I think her name is like Sophia or something. A witch cast a spell on her and she becomes an old lady. Mm. So she's like going through this whole process to try to unbecome an old lady and she falls in love with this fucking wizard warlock something but it's so like lighthearted, and it doesn't have any like heavy themes of anything that you'll see in like a lot of movies now like it doesn't have a unique would you say it's a unique um experience watching the movie yeah it's like refreshing (laughs) almost but also the thing about shrooms is that i didn't got to a point you know how some people could just like take them bitches at any point i can't do that i feel like Mushroom trips, I'll be so tapped in with myself and like with the universe. I can't just like take them and just like on a random, like on a random day, just pop them bitches and be like, I'm here and shit. I gotta, it'd be like too deep, bro. I'd be getting deep Do every you time. Ever freaking, I have microdose. I have microdose for like a full month at one point. It was I beautiful. Know. It was beautiful. Mm. It was chill. But it's like <clears throat> the same feelings that. You feel on microdosing. I didn't got to such like a frequency in like life period, even being like sober, mm-hmm. to where I could be at peace like yes. that all the time. Mm-hmm. But I do. I would recommend somebody who has never microdosed before. It's an experience. It's definitely mm-hmm. something like it's a, just a, you just being a bit chilling. Life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. <laughs> like I'll take like I took like a I think maybe a gram, and I had just went swimming with one of my friends in the pool. Which is such a beautiful experience, just looking at the clouds and the sky. Like, it was shrooms, so shrooms, like common. it like grounds the fuck out of you. That's the most part I like about it. It's like, yeah. and the thing I always tell people, like, <clears throat> if you go do shrooms, if you're going through something, shrooms gonna ground the fuck out of you, and it's it's gonna show you your real reality. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be a, like all the stuff that you put behind your head or like you try to block off. Shrooms brings all of that shit to and the floor. Really it shows you life it. in its purest form, I think. Yeah. That's why I fuck with it, bro. Shout okay. out to Shrooms. I'm about to cry just talking about it. <laughs> I'm a Shroom advocator for life. Yeah. Awesome life on this shit. <laughs> uh, when y'all niggas was mentioning, like, getting emotional when y'all on trips or high watching certain uh, <laughs> movies and shit like that. When it comes to movies and shit, I don't get emotional. I swear. But I wish. Highlights. Of certain athletes will make me emotional. So the twenty-seven season, I, I even so, I can't. The greatest I, I trash just, player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I love saying that. No, no, man, I love Russ. I love no, Russ. I love I, Russ. I, 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 as a Russ fan, I know why. You know, you know what's crazy though. You know what's crazy though. He shook back. This playoffs, he gained my respect back. It's not that. He goofy as fuck. He played goofy as. But the type of player that he is, never would have thought that I'd be talking about this on Matchbox. But the type of player, it's eight oh eight, it's eight oh eight combo, man. So Matchbox is real. One when he gets traded, it's a known thing that it takes him a minute to adjust to the offense, right? Because when he went to uh, Houston. Yeah, a few years, ass. he was going ping, 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 ping. Right, and that's not his thing, bro. He was in <laughs> Oklahoma City from when he got drafted all the way to 2017. He knew that shit at the back of his hand. Damn. And he was able to adjust more because he had the same players for the longest. And everything else like that. And Thanks. that's when he thrives. Now, luckily, he just got into a special situation with the Clippers, and he just came. Yeah, he got ball. lucky. His his but Lakers Lakers days was pretty rough. That's because everything was changing, <laughs> bro. He was, I hated. He wasn't built for the spot. I hated it. Nah, there, bro. I ain't gonna Why stunt. I ain't gonna stunt, bro. 
Every, I want him to go to Milwaukee, every, man. Every time ready. Russ got the ball, bro, eight out of ten times he was doing something goofy with that. <laughs> I'm not lying. Yeah. <laughs> Either he was shooting off. shooting the ball, bricking off the backboard, turning that bitch over, missing Running fast as a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, the play clock just started. This just, thing is at the rim in 21 seconds. <laughs> nigga like, chill, bro. Hey. But, but, but that's my dog. I watch I, that shit get so emotional. I do. <laughs> I watch it get so emotional, bro. I get I get emotional off like almost like if I hear a good song that's fire as fuck, you probably see me shed a tear. If a movie hard as fuck, I'ma always cry for a good ass movie. Like if it hit me deep, bro, I ain't scared to show my emotions. And um that shit too, watching highlights, yeah. If I see a Kobe highlight, bro, I may go down, bro. Like, people don't understand, like, this is a, a crazy situation that happened in my life. Like, I just saw this shit on Twitter. It was like, name a celebrity death that, like, hits you hard. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> this was, like, in the span of three weeks. So, death was hitting the fuck on me in this week. So, I lost Juice World on a random Sunday. I was yeah. a big-ass Juice World fan. Crazy backstory about Juice World before I go into the other people that died during this time period. That same year, he had just went on his Death Race for Love tour. <clears throat> and this was his first time coming to Louisiana. He was in New Orleans. Yes, I had got in, tickets. I was in I got VIP tickets to that bitch. What? I was all the way at the front type shit. That, when he re- when he released that he was coming to NOLA, I remember telling all my friends, <laughs> we have to go see him right now because you never know when, he go- when he's going to die. I remember saying those exact words. And it's crazy to think that later that year he died, same year we went seeing him. But <clears throat> woke up, lost Juice World on a random Sunday morning. Think like... That was probably the first week of December when Juice WRLD died. I don't remember. It was, yeah, it was some sometime around the thing. Probably like two weeks later, I lost my grandma. And my birthday was right after my grandma won. So I lost my grandma. Then another two weeks, I lose Kobe. I'm like, God this damn. <laughs> yeah. Like, I lost Kobe on the Sunday. I was getting scared waking up on Sundays for a moment. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> I lost two heroes. And it was just, it was just like such like a, a crazy like moment. Like in my life, I remember like going through all of that because I was, I was trapping. I remember I, I think I had just started my YouTube channel page. Like this is like basically the foundation of 808 TV was being built through these days because mm-hmm. I used to just like document like my life off my phone. I downloaded a VHS app. Mm-hmm. It was just recording me and my bros living life type mm-hmm. shit. Like, <clears throat> and it was just it was pretty crazy. So like during all that, all that's going on. I think I lost Kobe. I get caught slipping with a weed thing, and I end up going to jail Yo. for probably about like I was only in that bitch for like fourteen hours. I wasn't in the. Okay. I was with the orange jump shooting shit though. I was in the cell with about forty oh other niggas, God. like in the freaking trenches with him. It was it was just Jesus. crazy. I remember I had just gotten a fight at Tigerland. This is back when me and my me and my boys used to go to Tigerland. Just got in a fight in Tigerland like that New Year's. <coughs> Mess. EA East Ascension. <laughs> Well, I used to be around Dutch Town, so EA Dutch Town, Santa Mall, I know all of them. Yeah, that's AP. That's the city, right? So, I remember, I got in a fight. Well, I was helping my bro fight. He went outside to fight, and I just, I just, I wasn't with, the, I was drunk as fuck. During those, during those days, we was young and wild, and I hit the nigga, messed up my right hand, bro. I remember his boys ganged up on That was probably the first time I got jumped, but it's like, they didn't really do anything. I just remember being hit. I was like, uh, uh. Look, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm getting punched in my face. 
I'm I'm thinking like where the fuck is my niggas? Cause we at least we at least like thirty deep, son. At least thirty deep. I'm I'm hearing um what's that Roddy Rich song? The box had just dropped. Oh my god. I'm getting walked down. It's like a fever dream. Niggas Bye. walking me down. I'm here in the box. I'm thinking, where the fuck is my niggas? <laughs> I eventually just pushed them niggas off me and I jumped a little gate because all this shit was happening right in front. You know, Tigerland, the house? Mm-hmm. All this shit was happening like right in front of us. It's like <laughs> in, in, in the line. In the line type shit. And Tigerland was just about to end. I think, I think it was like all this shit happened like around 155. Wow. When the fight happened. Go home. Yeah. So it's like, I was trying to get back inside after I just got jumped. And it was like, bro, you can't come back up here. And I was like, where the fuck bro, right? Like? So, technically, in everybody walk outside. I'm like, nigga, where the fuck is your heart? I just got They're like, where the fuck is the niggas? Them niggas are scattered off now, bro. It was just ridiculous. But from that, my hand was messed up. So I had an arm brace on. <clears throat> and when I got caught slipping, I walk up in the jail cell, bro. They told me I had to take my black arm brace off. So I'm like... If I had to defend myself, I'm it's done for because I'm right handed. My right hand is fucked up. What? I'm about to be fucking <laughs> <high-handed>. <laughs> So, yeah, bro. I just, the whole, the whole the craziest memory, it feels like, like, a quick nightmare because I was out that bitch. Like, I only probably, I didn't even, I stayed overnight at the holding cell. Then I went to Donceville, but I got out probably about like four or five o'clock. It was crazy to tell Tom. Probably one thing about jail is that they don't have no windows, so you don't know what time it is That's or what part of the day. People. They had a small-ass TV. I remember BT was on, and Meg the Stallion was on TV. <laughs> and some dude was like, I ain't never seen a woman like that. And I just remember thinking, I got to get out this bitch, bro. <laughs> I was like, I got to get out this bitch. But it's like, so I got out. So all that shit happened like in the span of time. It was like... Juice Road died. I was on my crazy woman YouTube. Grandma died. Just turned. That was 2019. So I was eight. Just going on 19. Kobe died. I ended up going to jail. <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> just Damn. crazy, bro. You just catch a fucking break. Yeah, it like... was just madness. Then LSU was going crazy that season because it was the 2019 15 and 0 season. So you really couldn't tell a shit. Like even us, because you know, that was our. I wasn't in college, but if I went to college, that would have been my freshman year. Mm-hmm. So we fresh off graduating. Everybody Damn, we turned this fuck. LSU going crazy. This how life is when you graduate high school type shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in NOLA. Um, this like some OG. You could, everything I'm talking about, you could probably go see the, all that shit on my old like YouTube videos from two years ago, from 2019. But we in NOLA tonight, um, LSU win a title and shit. And I remember we was at Bourbon Heat. For people who've been on bourbon and know about that bar, bourbon bar, it's a crazy-ass bar. I remember it's like probably like 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'm ready to go home. I'm telling yeah, my boys, Tell my boys, let's dip. I'm walking out that bitch. Guess who I see walking in? Mm-hmm. Webby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Webby just pulling up to the bar randomly at, at freaking 3.30 in the morning. And it's crazy. It's crazy because... He was just chilling. Like, at first, like, when he came in, he was turned on the mic and stuff, like, right by the door and shit. But he was just, like, chilling off in the courtyard. And I was like, let me go get this nigga on video. Because I was, like, really into my YouTube shit. If you go, literally, my thumbnail for the LSU National Championship is me and Webby. (laughs) Crazy. But it's like, that time period was ridiculous because it's like, I was still recording shit off my phone. And we had, like, so much crazy shit planned for, like, that whole year of 2020. 
And then out of nowhere, the pandemic hits. Yeah. And it's like, yo. I had just, like, the main camera that I shoot most of my videos with on 808 TV, I had just brought that bit. Only reason I was trapped and selling weed is to buy that camera. Only reason. So, <clears throat> when I got my camera, think, like, the next day, the NBA, like, canceled their whole season. And I was like, yo, hold up. I remember, that's still a moment that I remember where I was at when it that happened. Shit with Rudy yeah, because Rudy Gobert was touching, touching everything. <laughs> and, and and then you just read the headline, NBA season um, is banned, like it's over for what? like. And I was like, yo. And that's when like everything just started closing back to back to back to back. That shit was crazy. And I was like, yo, like <clears throat> I lost all my creative drive, like the creative energy that I came into the year with. I had a whole like list of shit. Planned out we was gonna go to Rolling Loud. Brent Fiaz was coming to the varsity for and twenty young fucking Judy dollars. Was supposed to be there like the next for week. twenty dollars, you could have went seeing Brent Fiaz before Brent COVID Fiaz. hit. Bro, and I have my tickets and everything. Everybody was I have my tickets and everything. I was like, this nigga Brent coming to VR. They just the canceled fuck? that shit. Canceled that and bitch. Moody, bro, I, I was pissed. I'm, off. Not, I'm still not over that. I'm still not over that. Shit. And he never rescheduled that bitch either. He was like, yeah, I'm going to reschedule. Did it out. No, that shit never happened. It's so happened. cool because he ended up blowing up. It was like, during that time, like before the pandemic, it's like, people probably only knew Brent for like his crew shit. Yeah. And I remember, I remember after hearing crew, I was so hooked on the, um, on the hook, like the chorus. I was like, who the fuck is this nigga singing the hook? Fuck the rest of the song. Mm-hmm. song who's this nigga singing the hook? Finally, it was Brent Fiaz, and I started going through all his music, and I was like, bro, this nigga is great. Good, yeah. Like, he's a R&B, young R&B legend, bro. And I was like, he was coming to BR. I was just like, yo, this is my chance to see, like, a legendary dude before they really blow just up. Just kidding. And then Pandemic hit. Just Not this nigga. Kidding. Everybody know him now. We never going to see that. I was like, he went from bro. being an underground, like he had to know somebody to know somebody to know Brent. To everybody just playing this music now and it's crazy. And the tickets was really twenty dollars. Twenty shams. The varsity was is not that fucking big, so like he was very he was a really like smaller yeah. artist at the time. <laughs> I was like maybe when did the pandemic? That was twenty twenty. Twenty twenty around. Did it hit in March? In March, yeah, because yeah, I had got fucking March. COVID. I was in New Orleans for Mardi Gras, no. and I, I got, got COVID. COVID too. I got COVID crazy. twice. I got that bitch twenty. That yeah, shit. I didn't catch COVID until last year. Oh my god! I went the <laughs> whole 20, time. You got caught slipping and look. How you get caught slipping in twenty twenty two, man? Right. Like <laughs> you know, you so was, bro. That shit. Everybody like, had it at this the point. Fuck? I ain't gonna lie. Probably the craziest thing about that. Um, when I first had it, I didn't really have any symptoms. You know what I'm saying? Like you could get it with. I tested positive for it, but I didn't have any symptoms. Look, y'all gonna y'all gonna be mad at me, but I remember. That one night, it was like one night Reggie's like reopened back up in the middle. <laughs> Reggie, look, 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 I'm thinking, fuck it. Like, I mean, turn up in forever. Everybody wins. <laughs> I remember, look, you remember the news headline? It was like, if you went to Reggie's, you have COVID. You came to <laughs> and I'm just sitting back like, damn, damn fuck it. <laughs> I think I was in Colorado probably the, the next two weeks after that shit. So it was, just, it was just a crazy time period. But I remember when I when Delta first hit, that was when I really like felt like the hurricane waves, like how 
crazy that COVID shit. Like my smell was fucked up. Uh, I'm laid in bed for probably about a week. Felt like you got the sun. I was look, look. Like, I was messing with this chick, but before I got that bitch, I didn't text her back though. I didn't text like nobody. I was off my phone the whole time I was sick. I heal. I shake back. I'm like, what's up, girl? She's like, what? Don't hit me up. I'm like. <laughs> I was sick. I'm like, that's, a, that's an excuse to not be on your phone, bro. I was just like, I'm I not gonna die. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> bro. I'm like, I'm fighting for my life. I was just like, fuck it, bro. Fuck COVID, COVID though. Bro. COVID was a bitch. Bro. But it, but it was also like the lockdown. It like really, it really helped me at the same time because you know, like being like just like a lockdown, you have to face yourself. It was like I was still like. Young, dumb, getting drunk and high every week, Taj, be- before COVID hit, just like living like wildly. I always had like a certain like knowledge part about me, like I was like smart and I knew of like the universe and shit. Even when I was in high school, I was always on like positive shit only type shit, like speaking out and shit. But when I started trapping and shit, you know, when you get hooked on that. You getting all this money type shit. Yeah. It's like, that shit, it really affects. I was still tired, but you could tell, like, I was, like, in a whole different, like, mode. Fighting at Tigerland and shit. <laughs> we was just, we was moving ridiculous, too, at that point. But that shit, like, kind of, like, it halted that, and it was a good halt. Because it was, like, I had to, like, really, like, look at myself and ask myself, like, who are you? Like, what do you really want to be in life? Because it's, like, we just here now, money not really flowing like that because we on lockdown type yeah. thing. Even though I was still trapping, but it was like, I ain't trying to be trapping forever, selling weed forever. Like, that's that's not the wave that I'm trying to be on. And it's like, I remember I had like the worst week of my life, I call it. Like, everything was going bad. I was got in a fight with my, like, not like in a physical fight, but like a verbal fight with my mom. Like, every day I had to leave and go move in with my dad. This chick I was messing with, like, she was canceling link-ups and shit. <laughs> I was like, just nothing was going my way. So, I was already tapped in with, like, myself, uh, with, like, the psychedelics and stuff. Like, and I had enough shroom trips mm-hmm. to, like, be able to say, like, I'm going to take these shrooms on Saturday. And the universe, just, like, show me, like, what the fuck is going on. Like, mm-hmm. just searching for an answer. That Saturday when I took the shrooms, I had my true spiritual awakening. And I'll never forget it. It was like a crazy, like, it was just like, life was like, it was, it was like a crazy, like, flip was switch inside your brain. Like, I was like having a convo with my higher self and it wasn't like, no, like, am I talking to my higher self or not? I was like, I'm really like talking to my higher self, like having a convo with him. I remember, I don't know if you know about Soluminati, you probably know about him. This was really put me on the spiritual shit. Because I knew Soluminati, who Soluminati was, before he became spiritual so. Yeah. So I was like, this nigga was just a regular YouTube nigga trolling niggas on 2K and shit. <laughs> then I woke up and I started watching a spiritual so YouTube and I was like, this nigga's talking about the same shit that I be talking about. So I know, like, once I started resonating with, like, the messages that he was dropping and shit, that's how I knew, like, there's something about this spiritual shit that's real. And I'm going to at least dive into it enough to where, like... I can have, like, a real resonating message with it myself to say, like, I experienced this, and this was some true shit. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's a very valid path for life to go on. And after that happened, it was just, like, that's when I quit smoking weed during that point. I wasn't on social media. I actually blew up on TikTok. <laughs> I blew up on TikTok um, doing spiritual videos, but that's also, that's also when, like, I broke the Matrix, 
So then when you first break out society and you realize how fucked everything is yeah. and you just want to like talk about it. It's like everything I was learning, I was dropping a vid about. So that's, <laughs> what, that's how I got like good at like talking in front of stuff, like talking in front of the camera and like podcasts and shit from just doing that. So when all that shit like was happening, I was like learning how like the food is fucked up in America. It's like how this whole system is just like against us, yeah. especially black people. So it was like it just all hit me and I was like, I gotta expose this shit. So I was like preaching spiritual shit while at the same time exposing shit on TikTok and both of those shits clashing. And I just remember like TikTok just like started shadow banning all my shit. I had to, I went from like four hundred followers to like nineteen thousand, probably in like a span of like three weeks. That's crazy. And they freaking shadow banned my shit. TikTok always does that though. So they release some haters. They, but but, it's just a but it, that also that also like when audit when they block you for speaking the truth, it's like that makes you think like they really trying to like silence. Yeah, like it's really some shit going on out here. So it's like at that it just point, be proving your point. <laughs> like it literally just be. That's exactly what I said, bro. That's what I was thinking. It was like, well, I know, I, I know, I ain't on no bullshit. Right. At you, least I'm on something. Yeah, cause you know, <laughs> you know, when you first become spiritual awakened. It's like it got to a point to where I realized when I was talking to people, I sounded like an alien. Because mm-hmm. some people just don't understand. Like when you learn all this knowledge and you start telling it to people, sometimes they ain't going to understand you. So you sound like an alien. People was calling me crazy and shit. And it's like, bro, I know exactly who I am. Some chick was trying to say that, oh, he's doing too much psychedelics. I'm like, bro, I'm completely sober. I was like, I was completely sober at the time. People so it was just, just yeah. love to like criticize things they don't really understand and they that's, don't really have That's the, one thing like, that I learned. Humans will always disagree with shit that they don't understand. It's just a simple fact. You ain't gonna agree with something that you don't understand. Yes, yeah, so yeah, like, <laughs> it's I guess not natural, but for some people, really, it's natural just to reject new things. Like it's crazy. It's almost yeah. like scared I to, to like, grow. I used to be like that though. Like I have definitely speaking from experience. I definitely used to be one of the people. Like if it was some new shit, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not fucking with that. Like I'm not going for that shit. I don't know what type of shit y'all right. doing, but I'm not going for it. But I really had to learn like get the fuck over yourself. Like that's really the reality I was presented with. Cause I used I would sit. I always had these moments with myself where I would like stop and be like, okay, Kendall. What are we really doing here? Like, mm. let's look at yourself in retrospect and objectively. Let's look. Mm. And so when I have those moments, I'll be like, okay, you got to get it together. Like, you really are tripping a little bit. You really need to wig out. And I used to be very hypercritical of myself and, like, beat myself up about it. But um, I was just talking to Joe about this earlier. Like, I had to learn to have grace in myself and just be like, you know, you gonna get you gonna get through it. You gonna you know you have to give yourself time to process and understand. Like there's still things that I'm getting to know about myself, and I yeah, can't. We still babies in this yeah, world. Yeah, I can't approach it like, like I can't approach it aggressively. I can't be like, oh, why are you like this? Like, you gotta be patient with yourself, and that's I feel like that's a good thing to learn to be able to ground yourself and be able to check yourself. Like I remember J Cole said that shit in one of the raps. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta be able to check yourself. It always stuck with me. Like. If you ain't able, I literally just said this um, to myself yesterday. If you ain't able to take yourself seriously, never expect the world to take you seriously. Yeah. Like that, it doesn't make sense. Like you got to be able to ground yourself and really like be able, like when you own some like negative shit that you know you own, you got to be able to like check yourself and be like, like get right right quick. It's like, you know, when you, when you not on your shit, like personally, I feel like. 
everybody knows who they are behind the scenes no matter what. Like that person you go to sleep with at the at the end of every night, yeah. you know who you are no matter what. No matter what like fake facade you try to put on and the thing about like living like a real life experience and being your authentic self, it's easy to see between those people that you know like it's not truly being known. But at the same time, like I see life from a duality. You can't really put it on them like that. You can't really be like getting on the ass and shit because in this world we was never like taught who to be, like yeah. how to be ourselves and shit. From school, like growing up in like everything schools, is yeah, in school like system, like everything in this grain and it's like <clears throat> always like wonder to myself it's like if we was taught to like fully be ourselves growing up in school and especially about mental health mm. It's like, we would have all been so better off, but it's like, in school, they don't teach you anything. Anything that fucking matters. Like, Nothing, bro. Yeah. I remember graduating first, when I when I first got out of high school, it's like, life hits the fuck out you. It's like, you're smacked in the face, and it's like, you restart in life yeah. after you graduate high school, because like, you just realize, like, everything I just learned was basically bullshit, besides like, the simple, like, how to write and anything. shit, and how to add, but besides all the other bullshit, it's like... What? It didn't teach me anything, man. (laughs) Such a fucking waste. Like, I remember, I'll have thoughts, like, I'm 22 right now, so I used to be 17, 18, Mm -hmm. thinking I was so fucking grown, like, thinking I'm like, oh, I'm finna graduate high school, I'm 18. No, like, I feel... That adult life smacks you. Like, I was so wrong. I was just so (laughs) wrong. I was just so wrong. I just... I, it still baffles me now because I'm like, bro, I thought I knew so fucking much. And we were so young. So young. We're so young. Just we're so much like, yeah. feel like, feel like especially for black people, we have such a different experience growing up, especially in America, like even growing up in life period, mm-hmm. black people in this generation, that I feel like all of us like had like a great, like we had that grown up feel at a young age. Yeah. Like, at a very youthful age. Like, I remember people already, like, talking about sex and shit in, like, middle school. Yeah, it was, like, like complete understanding. We watching watching Family Guy and shit like that at, like, the age of, like, six and seven. (laughs) Like, already all the curse words and shit. (laughs) So, it's, like, we have, like, most things, like, you know, I'll be talking, like, some white people, like, I'll know in, like, this time and era, and they'll be, like, how, like, they was shielded. From a lot of things growing up, mm. and I'm like, bro, for me it was like that shit was regular. It, every day. Yeah, it wasn't like we was like I wouldn't say I was exposed to it, but it was just there. Yeah, it, was like, it wasn't it, like, it wasn't like nobody was trying to hide it from us type shit. I feel yeah, <laughs> that's really just I have a lot of not horror stories, <laughs> but like just circumstances in which like a grown people shit was just like. Sh- not even shown to me, like, you know, a children's curiosity, like, yeah. stumbled across. Like, there was this meme on Twitter about, it was like, when you go in your daddy top drawer and it's nothing but, like, old pornos, like, old black CD pornos. Ooh. Bruh, that I happened to me so many times. I, I literally said, oh, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it just hits you, bro. And it, it look, look, it always be in a closet or by the shoe. Yeah, like, like, a shoebox or something, like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They got yeah. socks on the side. Yeah, like, and there's something on top of it. Yeah. I just. But look. And one of them in a different case. Mm, a crazy, a crazy impactful thing that happened in my childhood that forever 
this is like I feel like we many people say like this when your innocence was taken. I remember my uncle sat me and I think it was like four of my cousins down, and he cut on. He showed us. He played this DVD for us, and the DVD was about the Illuminati and blood sacrifice and all that. Exactly. We like eleven and ten years old at this. Point. I was on YouTube watching Illuminati videos though. That at was, that time, but like this this before I even knew anything about it. Like we still like kids, so it's like. I'm learning, like, what you talking about? Um, the 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 um, bomb, like, 9-11 was planned. Biggie was already talking about it. Um, these celebrities had to sacrifice their oh, siblings yeah. and stuff. And it's like, you learned, I, all that shit hit me. And it was like, yo. <laughs> My world is crazy. Yes, I was like, the world is not what it is. And that's when everybody went into, like, that Illuminati conspiracy era. Bro, I was but so it's like, it hit, shit. I feel like it hit me differently because I was introduced to through Watching the freaking... It was probably like an hour and a half long. Wow. I remember just us chilling in the living room. My uncle, he literally said, y'all need to watch this. <laughs> Bruh. And that forever corrupted my image about like how society was. Mm-hmm. Even from that youthful age, I already knew like shit was fucked out here. Yeah. So I grew up with that like... That knowledge of like, like the world is a fucked up ass place it's a type sick shit. shit. Yeah, going on, I already man. knew about the sick shit. It's then I learned, then you learn about even more of the sick, sick shit. shit. Yeah, you see, like that conspiracy theory <laughs> iceberg, how it just gets like, well, yeah, yes, it gets it's like yeah. more and more. Fucked uh, up I grew shit. up watching all that shit, Consp- creepy pastas. Like, I'm my dad' favorite genre of movies is horror films. So I was, I remember buying Friday the 3D, I mean, Friday the 13th with 3D glasses, like (laughs) DVD at like six years old from Walmart and shit, watching that bitch with my dad. So that side of, that horror side of life always been like, it's always been like that. October's always been a fun month. My Marathons mom, on AMC. My <laughs> mom, she loves like vampires. She used to have like an obsession with like, um, what's the name of the fucking show? Vampire Diaries mm. and True Blood and like all those shows like that. And so growing up, she used to have us watching like all types of scary ass mm. shit. Like she'd be like, y'all come watch this movie with me. Like it's some bloody gory ass shit. And she's like, isn't this, this so good, y'all? It was fun, bro. I remember the scariest fucking movie I ever seen was, I mean, it's a hunting at Connecticut or something. It mm, was I think like, I know what you're talking about. guy, they moved into this house. The boy moved into the basement and he found like a box of eyelids because the guy who lived mm, in It's the like house, some paranormal activity shit. Like... Something. Like in like the wave of like they got a ghost in the house. Yeah. Like, it was like... I'm so... You know what's I'm terrified as hell of jump scares. It wasn't even like movies. ghosts. It was like <laughs> they had dead bodies in the walls. Oh like God. they had burned the house down. Like the final <laughs> scene in the movie, the house was burning down and there are dead bodies falling out the walls. I was like nine years old. Terrified. Oh literally God. in the living room shaking. Like my dad had to come put me in bed because I was so fucking terrified. I remember the first thing I was truly terrified of was that movie House of Wax. I remember oh I was, my God. That, was, that was probably the only time in life I really had like a true nightmare. Like, I remember waking out of my seat, <laughs> sleep like that and shit, and that jigsaw from Saw. I was scared as fuck <laughs> of Saw and that fucking pig, bruh. That movie creeped me the fuck. That was probably the only two movies to really creep me the fuck <laughs> out in life. One bro. movie that's ever scared me, and it was because my fucking siblings was dickheads and let me watch it when I wasn't supposed to watch it. No. Leprechaun in the hood. That oh you know God. how many black people have a horror story because yeah. <laughs> right, that one scene. Like, when he that shit was scary. That shit was scary. 
My fucking siblings, I'm in my bed, I'm already scared. They gonna scare me, right? I read it to my mama. And then <laughs> my, mama. My, my stepdad in that bitch, right? He sees that I'm crying and shit. He looks at me, he goes, okay. This thing has silent steps. You cannot hear him. So they didn't hear this nigga go outside, right? So he go outside like taking the trash out. This nigga waits until he notices that my two older siblings are dozed off. Knocks on the window and goes, boogie, boogie, boogie. Oh, my God. Oh, these niggas in the room. I would have peed on myself. <laughs> I can't do that. can't do with jump scares either. Like. My jump, look, that's probably the, I love horror movies, but a jump scare. I'll be, I'll be in a movie theater like this. Cover my eyes. Like, <laughs> but I'll be ready for that bit. I mean, <laughs> it like, it like, it like, it gives me when it happens. It like gives me like an adrenaline rush. I need to close his eyes and peek at him. No, that's... <laughs> Look, I mean... I'm my fingers like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, but, like, hey, going to the movies, watching um horror movies has always been, like, one of my funnest things to do. Like, I remember, like, when we was in high school, every, like, new conjuring I used to drop yes. and shit like that. You, you go to the, the movies. Movie that'll be us. <laughs> we'll be the niggas screaming <laughs> Bro, that shit used to never fail. It's always the biggest shit. Like, the movies, bring, make movies how they used to be, bro. You going to the movies used to be fun as hell, bro. Now you can go in there if you're under 17. That's why they not fun no more. You get to the gate, but movie tickets, you used to ask your mama either for the team when you was real young. Once you got to go, you want that 20 ball. Right, it's twenty just to get the kids in. Yeah, like you got robbed at the concession stand when we was there. Niggas getting robbed at the gate. And uh, in Ascension Parish, they had just—I remember like they had this. We really didn't have anything to do. Like the kids, it was like you just go hang out with your friends and shit. I started going to school up there when I was like in eighth grade. I'm from San Gabriel, but I started going to school up there because my dad's staying in Gonzales, and I remember they had the bowling alley. And it used to be like your parents just drop you off and you, all you got to do is pay like $10 and you go in the arcade and just turn up and just chill. We started going crazy in that bitch so much that it made it to you got to be 18 and older. You got to have an 18-year-old chaperone with you or you can't get in that bitch. And that's when, when they did that, we was like, man, fuck this. Malco had just opened right next to it. Movies. We started going to the movies. When I tell you... And... Probably that summer, going to freshman year of high school, like, probably during that time period, I was probably kicked out probably, like, five or six movies. <laughs> Every movies me and my friends went into, no fail, the manager always walked that in that That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> that is rambunctious. Like... I remember getting kicked out of a movie right before that bitch started. <laughs> For some reason, look, so I don't know what I was, for some reason, I'm in that bitch like this. <laughs> I'm in that bitch with a flashlight, just shot. He's like, look, they'll come get you in the smoothest way. They'll be like, you gotta go. You, no, get out of here. You leave, you look, you leaving that bitch, telling them. Then you gotta wait. You gotta wait for all your homies to get out the movie, so you just chilling in the lobby. All right, outside. Oh, so you get kicked out by yourself? Probably like two other people, but I didn't got kicked out by myself before. Oh, just chilled. But it's like during that time period, like Ascension Paris had nowhere to move. 
So you always was going to find some people outside to talk. Like okay. You always had people like the Joe Swift and shit. Like, if you got kicked out that bitch, it wasn't like, you, I'm just outside just chilling by myself type shit. No. You, you was going to look. You was going to walk out that bitch, hit the block, probably see some random ass people that you never random ass kids. Hey, who are y'all? Like, what, the fuck, what the fuck y'all doing behind the building? <laughs> type shit. But yeah. I, yeah. Right. You know, you know, and you know what's crazy? Shout out Malco because... My dad ended up becoming a city counselor, and now I always go to that bitch with a free movie card and go see movies for free. They and I, all, you out the I yeah, I always think about how when I, when this bitch first opened up, I used to be one of the badass kids that used to stay getting kicked out that hell. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I've never gotten kicked out of a movie before. It's crazy. I don't. I feel like I'll be really pissed off. Like. I love movies. I love going to the movie theater. Like, there's something about going to see a good movie with an interactive crowd. Like, mm. it just makes the movie so much more entertaining. Especially, like you said, with, like, horror movies and stuff. And I oh, think they're coming out nice. with another Conjuring. I'm going to have to go see that, bitch. It's, like, Premier called, like, The night. Red Door or something. Premiere night. Who coming with me, bro? That's <laughs> vibe. But the thing, the thing about when we was getting... I was never pissed off about getting kicked out because, you know... I I knew we deserved like okay, it wasn't fair. it wasn't like no unjustifiable shit that right. like we just kicking y'all niggas out because we don't want y'all here like we always did some shit to get kicked out <laughs> but we was young we was young and ridiculous at that time we didn't give no fucks <laughs> we'll be leaving out the movies let you know niggas getting in the fight like <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> Ridiculous, shit. bro. Ridiculous, man. Like, I tell people all the time, you know, small ass towns, three things to do fight, fuck, and play sports. Literally. <laughs> and then when you find out where you smoke. <laughs> right, right. You that was one of the main reasons why smoking weed was so fun for me when I first started senior year. Because the people who I like got high with, most of our parents like ain't fuck with weed. So we'll have to get high, then go find some shit to do. Because we can't go back home. off the high. Yeah, yeah, we can't go back home. So we'll be just going to do random shit, like going to Celebration Station, playing mini golf, go-karts and shit. That was, that was literally like a regular day in senior, senior year for us. I'm about to say, that must have been like the senior year experience. Because mm-hmm. I had a friend, we used to do the same shit. Like, we would get out of school early and we would go smoke weed. Boys. One time we went downtown on the levee. She had this big, like, literally a 10-foot stick that she walked around with. We were getting chased by the geese out there. High as fuck. Like, Just for no shit. fucking reason. I get home at 10 o'clock that night. My school day ended at 10.30 that morning. My dad used to look at me and be like, what were you doing? We don't hit the same like it used to, man. At fucking all. Back those days when I first started, you probably tell a nigga you're trying to go five and five. You go five and five with another nigga. Probably have about like six heads on the two bleezies, but you good for the rest of the day. I promise. Easy. I don't know what was in the week. For the rest of the day, you could really say one blunt with four people and be gone. Bro, I used to, I think I just used to like having like a lot of weed because in high school, I used to buy, I couldn't get through a whole blunt by myself, but I used to buy copious amounts of weed. (laughs) Like, I would have like, have two blunts rolled up already, half a blunt, got three nugs. Because me and my homegirl, we would just buy weed and smoke every day. Like, she would come pick me up. 
to go to school. And then she had a car, so we definitely was smoking every time we was in the fucking car. She picked me up seven thirty in the morning. She got the blunt on her. Now we hungry. Now we late for school. <laughs> so hungry. we go get something to eat. We eat the food. By the time it's time for us to get in the class, they switch the classes, so we sit in the car a little bit longer. We go into school for like an hour. We getting finish them, our classes. Them first, the first period tardies, huh? Literally all the fucking time, and they knew I had our to go ass to see in the office. You wasn't a real one if you wasn't in seat time, man. <laughs> I was in seat time at the makeup at the makeup my hours. You missed first period in the Catholic You were done for the day. Come to this, bro. Bro, McKinley, you can walk in McKinley any fucking hour of the goddamn day. My high my high school experience was so crazy because I was like the class class president my senior year. I used to be saying announcements in that bitch. Me and one of my brothers, like. I remember for for the longest I really couldn't right. couldn't come to school high because I'll be I'll fuck up some shit on the announcements. Like this one lady whose name is Calouette. I'm on that bitch Miss Cadillac. Everybody <laughs> clowning me in the office and shit, bro. So, but you know I had the same routine. Wake up or I used to have to wake up early as fuck for school because I stayed far as fuck. I stayed in San Gabriel, but I went to EA. I'm still standing in my mom crib. So I probably have to wake up for like five thirty, but. This, I, I, I say this has a good effect on me because I wouldn't call myself a morning person, but I'm automatically always wake up like around 8 or 7.30 no matter what. No matter what I do the previous night, I'm going to wake up around that time. So I never got to worry about oversleeping or that problem or some shit. But, you know, we'll wake up, probably have a smoke session at like 6 o'clock on one of my <laughs> other bro's crib, go to school, freaking lift it. I'll never forget the first test I took high. I think it was in like... Pre-calculus or some shit like that. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those like excellent ass math students, um, through school. But I never gave a fuck about school. It was like, it was like, I probably in high school. Honestly, I would say I only tried for real in one class, and it was just one math class and another class. And fucking um, what was what's the hardest class you take junior year? Is it chemistry? It's, yeah, it is chemistry. I had to try in chemistry, chemistry because the class, bro, this is probably the worst boys to girls ratio I've ever seen in my life. That bit had two girls in that bit with about at least 20 boys. Oh, my oh, God. Shit, my and, I, and I'm in that bit with all my, you know, no disrespect to my homies, but all my dumb homies who don't give a <laughs> fuck, like the bad kids who don't give a fuck we get kicked out of class. I'm in that bit, so I can't cheat off nobody because I'm, I'm one of the smartest niggas in that bitch. So, yeah, I got to help my niggas. I'm taking the test, writing all the answers on that bitch, balling up when I get up to go drop that bit. You know what's crazy about that class? We were so bad that the teacher who was teaching that bitch ended up quitting, bro. Bro, that has happened to me so many fucking times. I was like, I was like, what you went? Bro, that has happened to me. You went to Catholic. You don't know what the public schools. It was real. It was real. It was real. This is my. Hey, it was real, bro. My first year at McKinley, bro. We in Spanish class. We in Spanish class. Everybody chilling. This dude, he spray mace in the air vent. Oh my like, God, what the fuck? He turned on, turn on the fucking the air conditioner. The fucking shit floods the whole classroom. It's like 2.23. The bell rang for dismissal at 2.25. So we all fumbling out the classroom, coughing, choking. The shit nah, floods the hallway. Then, and the, the classroom was the last classroom before the exit door. So, everybody that has to leave the hallway has to walk past this classroom that is full of fucking maids. No. The teacher never came back. 
Never came back. I would have never came back to that bitch, too. Teacher for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> that you want to Yeah, I would have never came like, I would have never came I would have like, these kids are crazy. Bro, some shit like that used to happen at McKinley made no fucking sense. McKinley was like a bunch of wild animals. Hey, I used to fuck with coming to McKinley because I used to, y'all used to have um, them turkey legs. Yeah, the turkey legs. Oh, Turkey legs used to be going crazy, but it was, school for me was crazy because like I said, those are only two classes like I really tried in. I ended up passing chemistry with a B, but like I swear, like the last four tests, I, last four tests, I probably had like D's and F's. Cause you know chemistry just get harder and harder that shit, as I you go on. And it was like what the fuck, but that and another math class, I passed that class at probably like a hundred and like something A. Cause I was just I don't know what it was. I had a juice <laughs> in me. I was getting. Man, I remember I was in, you know, I felt like a nerd, son, but I wasn't really a nerd. It's like, I was like, they had like this other girl who was getting buku A's, and like the teacher, she was one of my favorite teachers. Like, if you made like an A on a test, you'll get like a star. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this girl, I was like, we gonna see who's gonna have the most stars at the end of the year, best believe. She probably ended up beating me. I was like, it's the Capricorn in me, bro. I don't know what I was like, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have more freaking stars than you. But in every class I had the same method. It always worked. High school students, if you listening right now, if you're a cool, laid back black dude like me in high school and you don't feel like fucking with the work, listen to this method. Every class I walked into, I was a cool person. I always got along with everybody. Like, even if the, on my only, I was never a bad kid, but I always talked too much. Mm-hmm. So the teacher, they'll be like, now nah, you got to move. Move over here. But I'll just become friends with the person I'm sitting next to and just start talking to them. <laughs> so this is my method going into every class, most of my high school classes. I find out who the smartest kid up in the class is and become diehard friends with them. Yo, you my homie. Rest of the school year. I got you. Like, put you, like, I'll be going to them kids, like, you know, like, nobody be talking to and shit. Become friends with them, they'll be sending me all the work for the rest of the year. <laughs> so, it worked every time. And in every EOC, I cheated on the bitches because it was too easy. Wow. If cheating was a sport in school, I'll be Hall of Fame in that shit. That's crazy. <laughs> That's I'll be Hall of Fame. No EOC since bro, school, every bro. single EOC I took, cheated excellently. <laughs> Niggas asking me how. How did you even cheat on the EOC? Like, my, like, look, 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 look. Right? My, last, my last name's Stuart. So I'm always sitting in the back of the class. I'll always be in the back. And I'll know, you know, EOC is the end of the court shit. So yeah. you know who the top students in the class is by the time. Yeah. For some lucky reason, I'll always be seeing, sitting at a point where I can look off somebody else's screen. I don't know. I guess I had hawk eyes or something. Maybe so. But it was always like, Somebody would be like sitting at the front, and I'll be able to see they scream. And I guess with the multiple choice, I was just on some other shit. How it's lined up, you could like, you know, how they have them in different orders. Like it ain't gonna be the same A B for the, everybody. Yeah. But if you, you look at if you look at the length of them, yeah. you'll be able to tell which one is which. You a real cheater. Yeah. Like, so so I'll, like, cheater, like, I'll, like, I'll be in that bit. Then we go to the next question. I'll be like, all right, go to the next question. I'll look at all the answers. Look at they shit. See, but it's like. You gotta like really like master your head. So I was like, I'll be looking straight, but my eyes over here. So the teacher, so the teacher can't catch me. So yeah, hey, I was on my P's and Q's. Look, greatest cheating, cheating shit I ever did. So I remember it was going into senior year. Um, I remember they said something about graduation. If you have over a 3.0, like you get to sit with like the honor students at graduation. And I think my GPA at that time was like a 2.9. Don't climb. Look, 
Freshman year, I did not give a fuck about school at all. I, I didn't say, give no fuck. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't start taking. I never started taking school seriously. Ever. I ain't even gonna say that. But this Ever. this is a great cheating story about me at least trying. I always say <laughs> if a teacher caught me cheating, I'd be like, at least I'm trying to get an A. That was always that would have always been my excuse, but I never really got caught. <laughs> so I remember I had like a two point nine like whole GPA, and I was like, damn, I want to make my mama proud at least and sit in the honors thing. So I remember that whole year, probably greatest cheating masterpiece I ever put together. <laughs> I, I ended up finishing with a 4.0 GPA, son. Senior year, all crazy. A's. And I, I can, I, honest, honest to God, I can, I cannot tell y'all one thing I learned senior year. I was not paying attention. Yes, you I don't remember one thing we learned, but I remember I got A's in every single class, and I was in that honest thing. Nah, nah, but fuck, I love EA, but fuck EA at the same time they didn't let me speak at your graduation, bro. I was a class president and they didn't let me speak, but I was also a ridiculous class president. I got suspended at one point, bro. <laughs> they just called me with my dad pin, bro. They only, they only caught, they only caught the pin part. They only caught the pin part. We was moving dumb. We was moving too dumb. That's when I, that's when I just started smoking. And I always had the dad pin on me. I ain't never been one of those selfish niggas. So if like my nigga go actually hit that bitch, I'm be like, yeah, bro, get right, son. I want all my niggas to be high with me, son. <laughs> I remember we we was up in a cafeteria, and with our cafeteria, it's like you know they got the fat ass thing. They probably have a teacher on this side, a teacher right in the middle, and they had like a stage. They had like a teacher on the stage. So we, I gave him the pin because he wanted to pin like hit one of his carts off the bitch. I was like, take that bitch. We exchange it. He go hit that bitch in the bathroom. As soon as he get that bitch back to me, teacher roll up on me. Bro. No. I already knew what the deal was, man. <laughs> I already knew. She said, take that thing out your big sack. I was saying, she was like, give me that. And I was like, fuck. I couldn't even say what because <laughs> we was already caught in the act. And I remember like when we sat in the office and it was like, what is this? I was like, it's a pen for my nicotine device. I wasn't going to tell him it was a dab thing because I, I didn't have no cartridge on me. It was right. just like the pin part that you hit the card off of. But I got suspended for like three days and I was president. I was class president during that shit. So it was like crazy. <laughs> I feel like that was the reason that they didn't let me speak at the graduation because I was just wilding. I didn't give no fucks, man. You've just been in a high, high school, schooler though. Like... In high school, I didn't give no fucks. Y'all yeah, niggas got stories Damn, That's public bro, school you know, for you, bro. Dude, we couldn't pull our phones out, <laughs> bro. I got a story about almost getting shot after a freaking high school party, bro. Let me tell. You. All right, so this is like young, young nigga Taj, freshman year. We just walked. <laughs> they had they had like this phone party. At EA EA used to throw the most craziest parties, yes. bro. Freaking phone party at that bitch. It was funny because they freshman wasn't allowed at that bitch. It was only I think for juniors and up. So we put up to that bitch like after and shit like turned as fuck like me and that bitch like hey I think no this is this is the first one that we was allowed to go to so this was after that bitch turned as fuck you know this back in the day when girls used to still throw that ass girls don't twerk no more <laughs> they what's going on with that lady because why don't we're we getting fucking old the knees do not work the goddamn no setting. I used to miss like... in, a, in any high school party if. You was cool enough, you can guarantee you was going to get twerked on by somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember after that bitch, it was like five of my homies. We like, the way how EA is, it's like, if EA is like right here, all we got to do is walk down the street, 
um, bus a left and walk like five minutes down the street and I'm at my dad's crib. Mm -hmm. So my dad's crib is walking distance. So me and my homies walking back to my dad's crib. We saw these two shorties like up the street. It was like the left we were supposed to turn. We didn't take that left. We continued walking down the street to go holler at these shorties. So it was just Joseph with them. Nothing really happened, but... <clears throat> I don't know, at the, you know, when boys have the weird, like, like, shit that they be saying, like, just weird ass shit in the moment, my niggas was like, suck it! <laughs> <laughs> it was like a shit that them niggas been saying, but I just remember they said that shit, like, they were just saying that shit out loud, like, screaming that shit, we in the middle of a whole neighborhood and shit, they like, suck it! Next thing you know, bro, this nigga pull up on the motorbike, he do -do -do, pull up right next to us, he like, stop saying that shit. Like, he, like, straight up checked all of us, like, don't be saying that shit in my neighborhood. Like, it was probably, like, like 10.30 at night and shit, so it was later. He was like, okay, okay. He was like, don't be saying that shit in my neighborhood, stop saying that shit. And he just pulled off. We walking back out that bit, so my nigga yelled, suck it! <laughs> Bro, when I tell you this nigga pulled back up on us, I'm, I'm from the hood. So when he got off his bike and he started walking to the back of that bitch, I already knew right. what was going on. The I'm the first here. nigga out of there. Take, <laughs> off, take off running. They had they had like a freaking, I don't know if y'all know about the Jambalaya Park, but Jambalaya Park is like where all that shit was happening. I run, hot on some shit. Them niggas just like standing there. He, I hear this bit. <laughs> niggas just start running. I'm like, no. <laughs> but it's like, I guess, I guess he knew that we was kids because I guess that was just like a warning. All of us started running. We all hiding in different spots. <laughs> then he like he pull off and go back to his crib. <sighs> he look. I don't know why we were so ignorant. Not again. Look, look, <laughs> look, look, look. I don't know. I don't know why we were so ignorant. But across the train tracks, they got a Walmart. You know, this back in Walmart used to be open twenty four hours. So we was about to go to Walmart. We were just about to go hit a Walmart because it was like right there. We crossing the train tracks. Niggas yell. Suck it! <laughs> Bro, we hear that motorbike. This nigga was following y'all about no, what the like his, like... his crib was right there. So oh, he, kept, he kept hopping on his bike. He must have been sitting on yeah. the fucking porch. Like... No, all, all this shit probably happened like a span of 15 minutes. 15 to 20 it wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't like we was just waiting for like a 30 minutes. Like it's like we'll hide. Then we was like we alright, we out. Nigga just say that shit again. We, I that saw this nigga spin the block, bro. We all go hide behind this building. I remember one of my niggas was crying. <laughs> I, I remember just thinking, bro, like, this this how I'm going out, bro. I can't believe I'm going out like this. him off so bad, like. I can't, I was like, I can't believe I'm going out like this. I don't, it must have, it's either we ducked off so well that he couldn't find us, or he just was like, I'm not about to kill no youngies tonight. He definitely got off his bike and he went to the back of the bitch. Whatever I'll never that, that shit. whatever your first thing. I, I remember. Like, 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 that's all we said was suck it. That's all that was said that pissed me off. If I get shot over, you said suck it. I get shot over, suck it. Bro, you could have said anything. Anything. Nah, you know, look, fuck my, your mama, my, fuck your this. My life is crazy, son. I don't know why he was that pissed off, but. He chased us on that motorbike, and I remember running for my life. I'll never forget the image of running across the train tracks, and I look over to my bro, and this nigga is crying. And I'm like, he thought it was it's like, it's like, it's like, I'm having like an adrenaline rush from that bitch. I wasn't really scared, 
I was more, I was more like stuck in like the what the fuck state more than like oh shit I'm about to die state. I was just like man what the fuck this shit is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> then we went, we ended up going to Walmart and we freaking. Still in Walmart. He ended up leaving. So like he left us alone. We just hiding behind this building. He just left. So we 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 eventually made it to Walmart. We freaking finessing. They had like just some some girl we working at that bitch. We finessed her. Got buku candy for free. We leave out of Walmart. We walk in back down the street. Feds pull us over. What? Because it was past curfew. This now nah, at this point it's like twelve o'clock at midnight. So it's oh, past okay. curfew. Feds like all y'all get up and first we started um. running. <laughs> Fed twelve. You see them lights, bro? We all took it off. <laughs> Y'all and had a hell of a night. <laughs> we ducked off running, and that's when that's when that's when we all just stopped. We was like, "Nigga, we can't make it that far. We gotta run all the way down the street Jeez. to my dad's crib." The fans gonna fit eventually, like catch up. So we just stopped, and the cop was like, "Where are y'all running?" And we was like, "I don't, I don't the know." The police, yeah, the police. Like, I don't know. But they ended up giving. They basically we was in the back of that bitch, and they gave us a ride back to my dad's crib. We had to go get my dad. My, my dad cool as fuck though. He ain't no asshole type shit. The cop was just like, you know it's past curfew. Like, what are they doing out at night? Just chilling with Walmart bags. <laughs> Walking, yeah, but that was that was a crazy night freshman year, bro. That was a, a ridiculous ass night. That's insane. Yeah. You definitely lived a life. Bro, that's probably not even the craziest story. I can look, tell. Look, this is this story I'm going to tell y'all probably... One of the stories that made me look at life, and I was like, what the fuck? This, this is a crazy-ass life I love. So, spring break. I think it's like the second day of spring break. Our first full day. Mm-hmm. So, it's like our first full day in this bitch. So, we just, we just chilling, having a year. This ain't two hours? Yes. Damn. This is deep-ass combo. I always combo. go over, <laughs> I'm trying to keep my episodes to an hour. I always This has been a deep-ass combo, bro. <laughs> We just been in this bit jealousy. Oh God! <laughs> All the episodes go like this, bro. Jack came over his uh, episode and he ended up staying for like three hours after. Oh my God! <laughs> Shout out that boy Jack, bro. He's a freaking amazing musician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for fucking sure. Damn. We're some talkative people. This has been a fire call. I'm about to say, but it's not even like on some talkative shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time. <laughs> I blame the blunt. Because it turned hey, up after the blunt. <laughs> that blunt gets you right, son. That blunt gets you right, bro. I got a lot. I got too much shit to talk about. That's why, bro. Well, we didn't talk about got, school. Oh, Freaking we. Oh. 808 Convos, bro. 808 TV. You can find me on Spotify. Go fuck with my YouTube channel, 808 Taj. And I drop most of my content on the Instagram. So, 808 Taj and Instagram at 808 Taj. What's your drop schedule? Oh, yeah, you say you drop one there. I just drop randomly, bro. Like the, the thing, the thing about me creativity right now, bro, is like every single post I make, you never know what is my. I either could drop a video, or I could drop a podcast thing. I'm still trying to find a quick, a, like a schedule with the podcast shit. I want to start doing every Saturday or Sunday, but I don't know. I'm on my I'm on my money grind right now. I'm trying to get my yeah, moolah up. So yeah, yeah. I'm chase, chasing the bag right bag over podcast. But when I got time, podcast will make it. Definitely. <laughs> when I got time, bro. Yeah. But yeah. I'm very satisfied. This has been one of the ones, bro. This, this I'm one, so this glad. This was fun. Deep. 
I like I like this because it's like when people hear it, it's like people know me, but they haven't really like dove. This is like a nice dive into like just crazy shit in my life. <laughs> yeah. Like about the we went from the juice world to the psychedelics to the weed. Right. Yeah. I was in the slammer, bro. Some people some people still don't know that shit, bro. It's still like a hidden fact in my life. But I wasn't really, like, secretive about it. But I wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like I spent a week in that house. I wouldn't have survived a week in the first place. I already said I was going to starve myself. I wasn't going to eat shit. I wasn't about to shower myself. I was prepared. I was prepared. I was prepared to go out like a G. I, was, I swear to God, I was prepared to go out like a G, bro. I wasn't. It was too crazy. And I, but like I said, I only had one arm, bro. So for the nigga, nigga would have tried to do me wrong, like, son. Hey, I wouldn't be do? able to live with that. <laughs> yeah. Was it like when you at least able to move that bitch? That bitch was just there. It was. It was like I was able like to move that bit, but I wasn't connecting on no punch. Oh, I wasn't like if I would if I would have tried to punch a nigga, I would have been in more pain I than the nigga I punched. Yeah. <laughs> I would have definitely felt the effects of the punch if I had to punch off on the nigga. Too extremely, to where, and I wasn't. I was never a left hand ass nigga, so I I I can't even make a left hand layup in basketball. So I can't either. <laughs> it would have been ov for me, bro. But I'll, I'll never forget putting on that orange jumpsuit. I was just like, what the fuck? I just couldn't believe. I couldn't believe it was going. I was happening, but like like a nigga when I first when I stopped trapping, a nigga told me your jersey's in the rafters, and I was like, that's real. Son. I really went. I really had the full drug dealing experience. Yeah, I had the full extent, bro. It was crazy. I was even selling to people, mamas and shit, bro. Bro, that gets you. That gets you. That first time when you that sell it, lit. and it's either you sell somebody you didn't think you was gonna sell to, or you sell somebody and they paying full price, right? And you sell somebody and that's really their last. Look, that hurts you when when you notice somebody just gave you a last for shit like that. Look, like, last note. This last note, bro. I gotta tell you about trapping days. Greatest heist ever pulled. Craziest shit ever. Of course. So, <laughs> so look, I, I used to I used to sell to this um, girl mom. Of course, I ain't saying no names, but I still fuck with them like that. I don't be trapping to them no more, but they still cool people if I see them. So, they said they was going on a vacation. And they was like, we need $400 worth of weed. And I was like, all right, I got y'all. At this time, we was getting shipments in from Cali. I don't know how we was, we was getting that fresh shit from Cali. And I remember the nugs was looking so big. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try, I'm trying to let y'all guess how much I gave him for four hundred dollars. For four? Four hundred dollars? I gave him thirty G's. Get the fuck out of here. That ain't hold on, hold on, hold on. That ain't that preposterous. I'll prepare for you to say like thirty thirty grams. Thirty grams That's for four hundred and some change. For four hundred. For four hundred fucking dollars. I flip. I finesse them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Have you, have you ever seen them big ass nugs? But I, it's still, but it's still thirty. Mess. That shit was a yeah, breakfast. What I'm saying is he made like a fucking three thousand percent <laughs> you supposed to at least at least if I'm paying four hundred dollars, I'm expecting at least that's 70, 70 plus G's or like sixty QP at least. <laughs> yeah, just like what? But I'm just saying, them big nugs be the 
they were having you confused, boy. I remember it was some shit. It was I definitely. Was, and the weed was fire. Oh, yeah. It was some <laughs> shit. probably didn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally. I don't know if it's oh, real. The white people was part of the He said it was big blood. Them bitches were like Christmas trees. I was like, bro, let me get a 3.5. Shit looked like an ounce in the bag. It was big as a bitch. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. Then I broke that bitch down and I was like, Long ass still. Yeah, some of them bitches like that. That's why I was like, when that nigga said, oh, 30 grams. I was like, oh, the big bitches. Niggas thought they got a pack. They, thought, shit, they was like, oh, shit, me. you blessed. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget. I felt like I was in a movie dropping that shit on <laughs> Y'all have a good day. <laughs> Y'all have a good day. Niggas spent. Tell me how that shit I was like, I was like, shit, should I do it to him? <laughs> and I was like, I got to. <laughs> of a crazy flip son. I wish I would have been smarter with that, you know. I was That's I was I was I, I was too young making money like that. We used to be dropping that shit on shots, buying random shit with that shit, bro. I have <laughs> one more question to ask you yes. before I close out. Okay, do you know your big three? Yes. What, what? I love astrology. Okay, well okay, we may talk a little longer. Yeah. Hold Come on. on. We can get deep. Come on. We might have to look. cut the camera. Literally Wait. like like hey, during during my spiritual awakening, I think like the month after I self taught myself like astrology. So yeah, I I'm know so about taught. the moon phases, all of that yeah. shit. Each let's planet talk about it. which planet your shit in the houses. Yes, uh, let's <laughs> talk about it. Oh so my, my big three, I'm a I'm a Capricorn sun. Do you have Sagittarius placements? And my Mercury is a Sagittarius. I'm like, then you're too, like, not <laughs> rambunctious is the perfect word. Like, Sagittarius places would be having the wildest shit happen that's, to them. That's why like, when people, when I always tell people, like, they be like, you a Capricorn? I'll be like, yeah, but chill. I'm not, I'm not one of, I'm a true Capricorn, but I'm not one of those, like, stuck up. Like, my birthday is so close, like, it's at the cusp. Like, yeah. December 22nd is the start of Capricorn season. So I have, like, a little bit of Sagittarius. You're Sidereal. Sagittarius sun yeah. though, so. so it's like I'm responsible and strict and like a big brother, but I'm also fun. I love adventures and I'm funny as hell. Most Capricorns not really funny like that. I could joke. Shout out to my Sagittarius <laughs> placement, but my rising is a Taurus. Oh, Shout I out to Earth, earth a signs. A lot of Taurus rising. Shout out to Earth, Earth signs, bro. But yeah, the Scorpio Moon, like mm. definitely, definitely has done what its damage. Is it? <laughs> Let me see. I don't remember the house. I don't remember all the houses and stuff. You, what'd you say your rising yeah. was? A Taurus, Taurus rising? So you're a... A seventh house Scorpio moon. Mm. I know I had that shit on CoStar. Shout out CoStar. I, be having, I have like <laughs> the houses and like Shout how the signs line up. I got a better app for you to get. Because CoStar... That's what everybody always say. Yeah, CoStar ain't really it. Like, CoStar is not it, be this CoStar ain't But look, um... My um Scorpio house is in the seven. Damn, you knew that shit, huh? I got this shit. It's <laughs> like somebody could tell the me they rising and they moon, and I'll be like, okay, boom, I could piece this shit together like real quick. I'm a Leo, yeah. Sun, Taurus, Moon, Libra, hey, Rising. Shout out the Leos, man. I you put, like Leo? All of my probably my top three. I'm gonna say top five because I don't think Leo make the top three. No one disrespect. <laughs> but I love Leos because y'all. I like how y'all step into the spotlight. Every Leo I know. They're not afraid of the spotlight, and they gonna be like, "This is my shit." That's what I like about Leo's for real. Mm. And I get along with probably Gemini's the most. It's always funny. I love Gemini's. I don't know what I love about them, but it's like I always get along with them. They're funny. They are so kind of goofy. Some of them are crazy. 
I know some crazy Gemini. Everybody know crazy Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I know some crazy Gemini. Everybody know crazy Gemini. I know. Y'all niggas crazy. I fuck with y'all. Oh, um, they're like a probably, probably second. I fuck with Aquariuses. Yeah. Cause they got that. They so chill. They just really. Are every Aquarius I know be in their own world. They have they uniqueness. They do. don't give a fuck. Podcast knows how I feel about this nigga hates Aquarius, Aquarius women, so we ain't gonna ask him. I, hey, you know, I, I, I got a bad experience with Libra women. You know, I always fall for <laughs> them. For some reason, I'm always falling in love with Libra women, but she always do me bad, bro. <laughs> I don't trust Libra. <laughs> I was just messing with one because you know they say, "Oh, date your own sign." Don't you do a that. Libra? Don't ever date yeah. your own sign. <laughs> the we, I call y'all the we people. They y'all are about, the we people. Y'all about relationships. Let's do it together. Yeah, <laughs> I was just telling his ass that. Let's I was literally just telling him like he really about like Libras ain't about no selfish shit, bro. They they all about doing it together. Cancers, the crybaby, the crybabies. Mm. That's what I call them. A fuck. What's your Venus? What is my Venus? I'm trying to think of it off the top of the head. I don't want to look at this shit. I think my Venus is a Libra. Yeah, because the Venus is a love one. Yeah. Right? My Venus is a Libra. Because I always say it's crazy how I got my worst experience with Libras and my shit in Libra. Astrology is so funny, <laughs> man. Like, astrology really is so funny. My shit in Libra. I'm like, I'm like, how does that shit go? Aries, Aries <laughs> people are probably the funniest people to me. Because they just like... Aries people remind me of somebody that will just like run into a door... Just ran their head, head through bird. the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, do, they don't give no fucks. Well, Aries, Aries are crazy. Aries aren't heartless. I ain't never, I ain't never had a, had a, a deep love connection with the Aries. Son. They, they just wild. They just be wild. Man, when I say heartless, they will move the fuck on. No, they ain't gonna like they ain't just fuck that shit up. Nah, like hey, they will fuck nah. it up and then just go. Yo, you talking to the big OG of that, bro? <laughs> Capricorns don't give no fucks. Y'all don't give no fucks. Like, That's Capricorn. probably my favorite. I ain't gonna lie. I fuck with every Capricorn I know, bro. It's like a whole brother sister relationship. <laughs> you a Capricorn? Capricorns really be getting each other Capricorns. Like that's one of the few signs I would say. Like they I really fuck, get each I other. I fuck with my fellow Capricorns, man. I will say. <laughs> Based off of what I heard in your chart, um, I want to really apologize to you for that Scorpio move. I know it puts you through it. I know. The most. I know <laughs> it puts you through it, man. I mean, I've been, you know, that Drake Marvin's room? Yeah. <laughs> like, he a Scorpio move. Like, I'm knowing that shit puts you through So much. It. Look, the girl, probably the girl I had the longest relationship with, she had a Scorpio moon, too. So Y'all we, are so we was never We was never able to get connected because we was... It was just chaos. Y'all Then I find out she's a Libra right after. I wouldn't. I'm not one of those people that be like, just because you got that sign, I'm scared to fuck with you. I'll always fuck with you, but they always do me the same. It never fails. It's, it's, it's not. <laughs> they leave and they go on. red, and they yeah. just go go. Libras ghost you, bro. Libras ghost you so bad. You point the finger like you don't ghost people. Like 
confused probably the capricorn in me like i i like to know like what's up right now like skip all the confusion mm-hmm. and libras don't explain shit to you they won't <laughs> they won't say <laughs> they just won't speak they don't explain shit to I'm you they'll be like figure it out they'll literally be like figure it out nah libras cool though i'm going the love aspect libras on some other shit but just as a person y'all cool as fuck i bang with libras they valid i think everybody's valid I don't really have that nah, one sign. Right on that love shit. It, 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 yeah, it's, it's I don't really have that one sign. So I'm like, I just can't get along with this nigga, like at all. Cancer's just emotional as fuck. That's the only thing I'll say. Cancer, I fuck with Pisces. Yeah, they like they like the little sibling. Every Pisces I know, even if they're older than me, I feel like they just a little sibling. How they act? <laughs> 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 baby. Yeah. Like, let's just make sure the baby's What's up, okay. Man? Oh, come here, baby. Virgos, <laughs> crazy. I fuck with Virgos. Virgos and. I fuck with Virgos and Geminis because they talk so much. Man. Virgos just say whatever comes to their mind. Yep. They don't think at all, bro. My dad is a Virgo. <laughs> and this nigga in no front of my thing. friends, I shit you not, we are sitting here helping this nigga move. My friends are right in front of us. My dad looks at me and he goes, I'm not even going to lie to you. They had plan B back when he was born. He probably wouldn't be here. Damn. Yeah, I remember my first plan B trip, nigga. That shit was scary. <laughs> shit. Oh shit, no nigga. I swipe. I it wasn't in the car. That's how I put that money. I don't have it. I nah, no. I'm talking. I'm talking about when you when you laid back thinking like, did I did I do it in it or not? It's oh, like yeah, you know, yeah, when I was yeah, first yeah, confused yeah, about. Yeah. It's like nigga, you gotta nigga. Then you asking her, did I do it? And she like, I don't know. And you like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> no, no. The first one they get you is when they say they ain't taking it. You just gotta wait. Uh-oh. I wasn't playing that. Who the hell was saying that? Yeah, like, like, when, like, when you're, take that bit right now. I'm going to throw that bitch back. <laughs> like, hey, when, you, when you're somewhat at an age where you can't really get that bit on your own, you gotta, just got to pray to God. You just got to sit there like... My, look, my older sister took me to get my first <laughs> It was real. <laughs> it was real, son. I, I was, I was supposed to be fucking, nigga. I was like, <laughs> shit. I'm, I'm getting the 15. Like, well, I guess I gotta go to the plan or go offshore or something. Cause I gotta, gotta find something to do. Right. I can't play football no more. I can't do that. I gotta provide a life. Nah, but I, like, I gotta feel the way. Look, one of the main things that I cannot get slipping with this early in life is having a kid. Because I, um, like, I feel like in your 20s, like, no diss to people who already got kids and shit like that. You know, it's your life. Do what you want to do. But it's like, we, love we, like, we like still so young and it's like, you don't know what dreams you could chase. And plus, financially, I could barely even take care of myself right yeah, now. Stay like, having a hard. kid, it's like, you have, you don't got no excuses now. Like, you really got to lock in because right. you got a whole new person to a take life. care they of. Yeah. 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 It's like, I can't handle that right now. Like, I always, I always said I always wanted to be a fun uncle and not have kids. But if I'm 30 or like 28, 29, and I'm, financially right to like really be confident to like I can at least take care of two people like of course I gotta have the right woman you can't just be out here just having chicks with oh no God. Oh please lord <laughs> <laughs> but yeah whenever I find the right one if the connection is right bro I definitely would 
pass on the knowledge to a little seed, man. That'll be lit as hell. <laughs> but right now, 32. I'm too tired, bro. I'm young and tired. <laughs> For real, I'm young and tired. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we had like two hours and 30 minutes on this episode. So I'm probably going to have to chop nice. this bitch up a little bit. Um, What are my closing statements? Mm. Um, I don't really know. I really enjoyed this episode. <laughs> I laughed a lot. I had a damn good time, yeah, y'all. Y'all yeah, after a while, like, I That's, the mic wasn't even recorded. here. Yeah. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoy. You have anything you want to say? Uh, tap in with the Matchbox, bro. If you looking to get just a a nice platform to speak your thoughts on, pull up, bro. The vibes are amazing here. Like we was talking about earlier, like it's a nice place to feel vulnerable. At. You don't really gotta feel like you're being. Judge, or you gotta hold anything back. Just come in this bit and be you, bro. Yeah, it's a very violent spot, and you're gonna get high, and the okay. vibes are amazing. <laughs> Tap in with the match. Tap in. 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 Tap